Fox's Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. What can I do for you today? Hi, Jim. It kind of wiggles a bit. Kind of a little loose and jicky. It quote-unquote jiggles. Just seems kind of loosey-goosey. You know, the little, uh, uh, whatever that little tongue is that sticks out. It, It appears to me something's broken. This is Texas Home Improvement with your host, Jim Dutton. Call Jim now with any questions about home improvement and get advice and tips that will save you money and time. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Brought to you by Do West Services. For all your foundation repair, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. When you want the best, call Do West. Rhino Shield Ceramic Coatings. Better than paint. James Hardy Siding. Sunburst Shutters. Where beauty meets energy efficiency. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles. Victor's Remodeling and Construction, Hardy Plank Specialist. Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. And Todd Tremonti's Home Selling Team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvements, your total home improvement source. I'm Jim Dutton here to help you out at 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and Hey, I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. Go beyond the box stores. BKShowplace.com is where you want to go to find a, more plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace near you. All right, again, our phone number 1-866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out. Don't forget to check out our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful information as well as links to different things we've got going on. You can sign up for our newsletter in the upper right-hand corner. It's, it's just a, a world of information. And, yes, you'll see that we've got a project going on right now, and you can get information on it there. Plus, if you miss one of the shows, you can go there and listen to the podcast of it as well. All of that's at THIPro.com. But right now on Saturdays, whether it's uh, you know the, the a rainy weekend, a sunny weekend, a work weekend, or like this weekend where, where it's just kind of one of those days where you're not sure what you want to do, I'm here to take your call and answer your questions at one 866 937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Also, when you do go to our website, thipro.com, don't forget that uh, all the sponsors that are there are people I've checked out. I know they're going to do a great job for you. They can help you out with everything that you need done to your home. So, you know, I, I, w- I was talking with some people earlier today about licensing of contractors, and uh, they were wanting to get some replacement windows done. And I said there there is no licensing 
in Texas of contractors. It's just buyer beware. And so you've always got to be checking out or using a trusted source to get your contractors. And a lot of these pay sites are not the trusted place to be getting contractors from. What you end up with there are the smaller contractors who are typically newer in business and don't get suckered down that line of how many years experience they've got. I know a lot of contractors who, you know, they'll tell you they got 15 years experience, but they've owned five different companies during that 15 years because they run them for a while, they offer all these warranties, and then boom, they're out of business and gone. You want to know how long that company's been in business, how long they've been operating under that name. Uh, and, you know, when, I, when I'm looking at contractors who are going to be part of the THI team, that's the things I'm looking at for you. So, again, you can trust the contractors when you go to THIPro.com. But, again, right now, even though it's St. Patrick's weekend, what I'm here for is to take your calls and answer your questions at one 866 937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Oh, and if you haven't been to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo yet and you're in the Houston area or in one of the other cities listening, why not make the trip over to Houston and go to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo? Went on Wednesday. I'm going to go again on Thursday night for Blake Shelton and you know that's that's always a great rodeo to go watch uh granted you're not going to be up close and personal like you are at some of the other rodeos like the Pasadena rodeo but they do a great job of putting on the show and keeping things clicking right along and I always like going through all the the vendors that they have out there and talking with the different people and and looking at stuff in fact I ended up buying a new pair of boots while I was out there this time so uh, lots of things that you can do when you go out to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. And you can eat food that you really shouldn't be eating and not feel guilty about it because it's what they have there. So all that's available at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. But right now I want to take your calls and answer your questions at 1-866-937-0003. Marco, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. What can I do for you? question about moisture buildup on the windows and walls in one room of my house. I don't know what's causing it, and I was wondering what I can do to get that taken care of or who could help me do that. Is it on the inside or outside? Inside. Okay, and what type of room is it that this is happening in? It's a bedroom with uh, an attached bathroom, master. Okay, and is it something that's just started happening? Um, pretty much, uh, just got the house. And since that time, it seems that the moisture has been building up. I haven't been in it. I have someone living in it right now, Okay. they're reporting that issue and I've seen it. It sounds like you got a leak in the wall and it's since the, since the bathroom backs up to it by chance, is it the same wall that has like the shower head on it and stuff? Uh, no, not necessarily. It's all of the walls in the in the bedroom. I don't know what it is. The windows are all have all condensation all over it, and the walls have condensation to the point where they start dripping. Okay. Do you have central air and heat in the house? Yes. They've got to have it shut off to that room. And that's you know the the, the central air and heat is more than just for temperature. It controls the humidity levels in the house. 
And it sounds like you just got tremendous moisture in that room, which means it's not dehumidifying like it should be. And I, do you have an AC contractor you use? Yes. Okay, I would give them a call and get them out to take a look at that. Uh, and if they can't handle it, you can call Due West Air Conditioning and let them take a look at it. But uh, that's where I would start is, you know, what's causing the problem first. Then we have to address what needs to be done to fix it. <clears throat> and what's going to need to be done to fix it is obviously, one, get rid of the root cause of the problem, which sounds like the air conditioning system. Two will be to clean up all the walls with a an enzyme that will keep mold and mildews from growing, and then you can do any repaints or anything like that that's got to be done. Okay. I'll start with that approach and see what happens. Okay. All right. Thank you. You bet. Take care, Marco. All right. And, you know, now that we're getting a lot of rain again, you know, we've been dry for several years, and now all of a sudden we're getting just tons of moisture day after day after day. This is becoming a bigger problem that has to be dealt with. And <clears throat> like I said, the air conditioning system is, is not just for cooling and heating. It's a dehumidifier as well. And if you start closing off rooms, not allowing the air conditioning system to do its job, you're going to have these kind of problems. 1-866-937-0003. Bobby, how, how can I help you today? I, I was curious. I have a 40-year-old house. I'm getting ready to replace the AC central AC system, and I am debating whether I should get rid of the that steel uh, sheet metal ducting and replace it with, you know, the new fiberglass flex. Um, any advantage to keeping the steel and cleaning that out, or should I just go with the the, the new flex type hose? On the ductwork, the the right. the old steel ductwork you know that used to be used you probably couldn't even afford to put that in a in, in a house anymore i mean it is just so un, un, unbelievably expensive however that big advantage to the new stuff is it's got more insulation on it so the air coming through it you know doesn't drop temperatures as fast so the way i typically look at it if the ductwork is still good not having problems with it stick with it if it's got a lot of leaks and it's going to cost a bunch of money to reseal it and all that stuff, then I would replace it. Okay, plus I think it's probably hideously filthy from being, you know, the original ductwork, and I'm not sure that those duct cleaning services could really do that great of a job. Well, you know, the, the funny thing is people always think that their ductwork is going to be filthy. you got to right. remember, all the air that goes through the ductwork should be filtered air if you've kept your air conditioning system up. Uh, so yeah. the ductwork is typically not near as dirty as what people think it's going to be. And on top of that, yeah. it's it's really not that expensive to get it cleaned. Okay. And, and, um, and, they, I, and they can I, clean it. Okay, that's cool. I'm not the original owner, so I don't know how they were maintaining it. But you did tell sure. me something I didn't know. I did not know that flex hose was, was insulated. I just thought it was just plastic tubing. No, it's it's got... It's... it's uh, I, th I believe now we're using R9 insulation on them. That's that's great news. That's great news. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'll put all that. I'll put all your information into the calculation. All righty. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Again, our number one eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three. That's 
866-937-0003. And of course, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you'll find all kinds of information to, to help you out with whatever you got going on on your project and what we're doing with Texas Home Improvement. Again, all that's at thipro.com. But right now, I want you to call me at 1-866-937-0003. We'll be back in a moment with more Texas Home Improvement. It ain't a good weekend till you tear something up. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, thanks for listening to Texas Home Improvement all over the state on WOAI 1200 in San Antonio, KJCE 1370 AM in Austin. Granbury, Texas, KPIR, 1420 AM, and of course, right here in Houston at 740 KTRH. Appreciate each and every station, plus I appreciate really all the listeners and the people who call in to 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Before I get back to regular calls, though, i got a special guest I want to bring on. I've, well, Let me get my button here ready. I've got Glenn Geltmeyer with Carrier Air Conditioning Systems. And, Glenn, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for asking, Jim, and thanks for having me today. Oh, my pleasure. You know, I, I took a call a little while ago. I don't know if you heard about the, the the guy has one room where he's getting high humidity where it's running down the windows and uh, walls and everything. And I, I was explaining to him that our air conditioning systems are more than just for heating and cooling. They're really big dehumidifiers. And uh, if you got a room that's doing that, something's not doing right in the air going into that room. I did hear that call, Jim, and you couldn't be more spot on. Um, <clears throat> you know, when you're controlling the comfort level of anybody's home, you're looking at temperature, but anymore you're also looking at humidity um, as an opportunity um, with, you know, the premium systems that you have. And so it can bring your system on, whether it's a temperature uh, set point you're trying to maintain or even a humidity set point that you're trying to maintain. And, and the technology has changed so much that, you should be able to do both simultaneously every minute of every day. So, when I heard the um, when I heard the comment of the previous caller about uh, condensation on windows, I couldn't agree more with your comments about there must be some sort of HVAC system problem going on, or you would not have that kind of humidity in the house. Well, I'm thinking they they have closed off that one room because it was only happening in one room which indicates they probably don't use the room. They closed all the vents and everything. And when a system is sized for a house, it's sized to have everything open and not choking Absolutely. off one room. Absolutely. And so uh, I, I couldn't agree more with your comment about check that out, and, and maybe there's some other things that will uh, surface as well. So. Um, well, and in talking about those humidity levels and stuff, let's talk about that new carrier Wi-Fi thermostat because – you know, that's one of those things that can really help you out with the uh, humidity levels as well. Well, we do, and we really have two different versions of it. One is, is called an Infinity uh, Controller, and it's a 
it's a Wi-Fi type thermostat on somebody's wall, and it's basically like a mini computer sitting there. And so not only does it help you program and be able to access your system remote from phone and tablet and computer, but it also does a lot of things behind the scenes that you don't realize, and one of those is controlling temperature and humidity, uh, whether it's heating or cooling uh, outside. And so the other is a a new thermostat that's a little half step below that called a carrier core thermostat, and it mimics it in many ways, and it even brings in uh, uh, weather information for that zip code from uh, Wi-Fi sources so that it can also integrate that into the control on your home. So there's just a lot going on with devices that we used to call thermostats, which really do a lot more than that today. Well, and, and talking about systems doing more than they used to, the variable speed heat pumps are, are one of those things. They're just doing a, a whale of a work compared to what they used to do. Well, and, and you're right. There's There's been so much change in, in the outdoor units of our systems today where a heat pump, like you say, uh, it can basically ramp up and down depending on how much heat you really need in the home. There's no draftiness any longer with those type of systems in your house. They're very, very efficient. They're very quiet, and uh, that's one way of uh, doing it. And then there's another system even that it's kind of like having a gear shift in your car. If you need a lot of cooling or a lot of heat, it shifts up to, you know, gear four or five, and if you don't need much, it stays down at gear one or two. And again, very efficient and very quiet. And by having those multi-stage, it's not using near the power that it, that it needed needed when you were running just an old one-speed heat. Or, oh, uh, there's no. You're right. There's no question. The the old systems we probably all grew up with, and many people still have. It's either on or off, and nothing in between. And these systems will gradually go up and down on the speed and uh, comfort and control humidity. Uh, on the in-between days, which is about 96% of the time that system's going to run. Yep. Well, Glenn, I appreciate you taking time to uh, call in and talk with us. I've got to get ready to take a break for news traffic and weather here, but uh, I, I truly appreciate all the Carrier does and, and has done to help us out with uh, some of our uh, home improvement projects we do periodically. Plus, I mean, let's face it, Carrier sets the standard for a lot of air conditioning uh, products that are out there. So, Glenn, thank you so much, and I look forward to talking to you again. Thanks so much, Jim. You bet. Take care. 1-866-937-0003. We'll be right back. Smile. You woke up in Texas this morning. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, and this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Axiom Solar, the Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. If you're looking for solar, you need to call Axiom Solar. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 1-866-937-0003. Lee, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. What can I do for you? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, about 15 years ago, I had uh, my, my uh, cast iron pipes taken up and put in PVC. Uh-huh. And my next, and I live between two next door neighbors that have had the same problem I had. And man, sometimes get a little, little bit smelly if you know what I mean. Yep. 
And uh, what 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 do I do to kind of give them a little boost? <laughs> well, you know, if they're not willing to do it, I don't think there's a whole lot you can do to force them to do it, other than the health department can, if it's really causing, you know, smells, which typically from underneath the home, that shouldn't be happening unless the pipes are backing up and coming out the clean-outs. Uh, and at that point, the health department will get involved and tell them, look, you got to get this fixed. Well, when I had mine done, I had tree roots that had to knock everything offline. Yep. Got into my, and, and I tell you, and, and it was pretty bad. The rotor-rooter just kind of pushed me a little bit, and I went on and had it done. And so far, I have made no problem. Sing them back about every other month. There's a plumber out here cleaning out their pipes. Well, and, and that's what people, you know, a lot of people think that the cast iron plumbing is there forever, and it's not. It deteriorates with the uh, soils we have and with the chemicals we run through the pipes and things like that. And, yes, tree roots start getting into them. They actually start to collapse and disintegrate, and they have to be replaced. And uh, if your house was built, you know, prior to the early 70s, it's got the cast iron under it if it hasn't already been changed out for PVC. Uh, right. And you're subject to having this problem. Well, I guess what I'm going to do, I'm going to sneak over and put your phone number on both doors. <laughs> there you go. And maybe, and, and maybe if they call you and you kind of give them a little boost, maybe I can kind of settle back and get away from them. You know what I mean. Yep, yep. So, so, so look, I so appreciate you taking my call, okay? Lee, you take care. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. 1-866-937-0003. And yeah, we, uh, my company, Due West, does a lot of underslab plumbing replacements. So if you've got the old cast iron you want to get rid of it, you can give Due West Total Plumbing a call at 713-475-0004. Be more than happy to take a look at it. Danny, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. What can I do for you? My son has put a contract on a house. It was built in the late 70s. It's an all-brick house. And he had the inspector go out and take a look at it. And there's no weep holes in the brick. I was wondering okay. if that would concern. Well, the purpose of the weep holes are moisture will go through the brick, and it runs down the back side of the brick, and it comes out the weep holes. And if there's no weep holes, if enough moisture goes through, it can build up and actually get moisture inside the house. Now, chances of this happening are pretty slim because the brick line, the, the brick is typically an inch and a half lower than the floor inside the house. And so it's rare that I have ever seen this be an issue. And to be honest with you, it would not keep me from buying a house because okay. you can easily cut those weep holes into into the, the uh, brick siding by simply going in even with a chisel and chiseling out the mortar every, you know, like every 10 feet or so uh, in okay. between two bricks. So it would definitely not keep me from buying a house. Well, that's I'm glad to hear that, and I appreciate your, uh, your feedback. Not a problem. And tell your Thank son you. to enjoy the new house. We'll do it. Thank you. Bye-bye. And, and, you know, we got to remember, building codes change over time, so what's acceptable at one point in time may not be acceptable at another. 
weep holes have always been part of you know a brick home so it should have had it in the 70s but at that point in time they were throwing houses up so fast some of that stuff got overlooked but it's something that's very easy to put back in and if a house was built in the 70s and it's never had the moisture come in chances are it never will one eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three robert what can i do for Hello. you today howdy uh, okay, uh, that last call you had, that answered another one of my questions I had. But the main thing is uh, we just bought a house, and uh, there's no vent in the uh, master bathroom. And the question is, we have if we install one, must that uh, exhaust go uh, through the roof, or can it go into the attic? Was there any problem with uh, moisture in the attic because of that? There would be a problem with moisture in the attic because that would add the, hum- you know, to the moisture levels, which would ruin the efficiency of the insulation up there. However, yes, what you do is take the take the hose from that vent and run it over to the soffit, and just drop it out the soffit. You don't okay. have to necessarily run it through the roof, and most soffits will have a vent there that you can easily hook up to, or you can install a, a, a vent to hook on the hose right on to that vent. And not have any of the humidity go into the attic. And who who would I? What kind of contractor I'd be looking at for something like this? You know, surprisingly enough, uh, those type of vents are typically done by AC contractors. Really? Yep. Okay. At that time for another quick question. Sure, go ahead. Okay, there's uh, this house was built in the mid '70s, and back then, of course, we had cable. You know, uh, for your telephone and everything else. Uh, there's cable and it's attached to the vinyl siding. And if okay. I remove that cable, what? How am I going to patch those holes and make it look nice? The only thing you could patch those holes with is maybe a little dab of uh, siliconized caulk, and okay. you know that that comes in a lot of different colors. And so I don't know yeah, what color your siding is, but uh, you just have to get paint. one that matches as close as you can. I see. Okay. Very good. I'll- because I don't know if I should just leave it or, or take it down. Yeah. I'd rather take it down. Well, Thanks take it so down much, and Jim. just patch the hole. There you go. Very good. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. Strap on your tool belt. It might make your wife feel all tingly. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, and this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by America's Choice Windows. Ten windows for just $36.80. You've got to give them a call. Let's get ready and head straight back into the calls at 1-866-937-0003. Wendy, what can I do for you? Hi, Jim. I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, My first question is, I'm buying a pier and beam house and the home inspector suggested that I install a under-the-house fan system. Uh-huh. What type of contractor would do that? Uh, typically, it's a foundation repair contractor. Okay, okay. And then my second question is, there's uh, double-pane windows throughout the house where the weather stripping in between the two panes of glass has kind of buckled up. Okay. Is that a, an expensive repair to, to, to remove one one side of the glass to to uh, tamp that uh, weather stripping back down. 
well, and when you say it's come up, it's it, these are double pane windows and uh, yes. the glass pack, the the uh, sealant around the outside has come into the glass is what you're telling me, right? I guess that's what it is. It looks kind of like weather stripping, but it's yeah. kind of buckled up. It's, yep. You know, it's kind of unsightly more than anything. Has the, have, have the windows started to fog up yet? No, uh-uh. They will. Okay. Uh, because what's happened when that piece of uh, material comes up into the glass, the seal has broken, and so it's allowed outside air into it, and those windows will start to fog up. And the only way to repair them is to actually have those glass packs removed and another one put in. Okay. Is that an expensive repair? Uh, define expensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... Um, well, let me ask you this: Do they have to take the entire window out, or no? Or they can the actually glass? they can actually take that those glass pieces out and okay. make another pack just like it and put it into the frame. Uh -huh. and, okay, and just any you know it it is cheaper than re doing replacement windows, but you're still mm -hmm. talking, you know, I, and I don't know these numbers for sure, but in my mind, you're probably going to be in the hundred hundred and fifty range per window. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And would it just a normal glass company, or do I need to go to a window company? No, but a normal glass company. Most of them will okay. be able to do that. Okay. Okay. That's all I needed to know. Thank you so much. Wendy, you take care. You too. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. Bye-bye. And let's talk with Ron. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hello. Hello. Uh, okay. I've got, I've got two showers, and uh, every every now and then uh, water will start pouring out, especially if I flush a toilet. Is that uh, a vacuum problem I'm having, or what? Uh, no, it's typically, and then the, the water bubbles up into it, and then it drops back out, correct? Well, it just runs out of the shower head. Oh, it runs out of the shower head. Right. Yeah, that's usually just a valve problem. Is there is it a diverter valve or is it just a single handle and no you, you don't have a bathtub type function on it correct? No, no bathtub, just shower. Yep, your your uh, valve is is leaking by a little bit and when you flush the toilet, it's getting hit with a burst of pressure that sh allows that water to shoot out through that shower head. Okay. And so it's really pr just a matter of rebuilding the shower valve. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. Okay. Appreciate it. You bet, Ron. Take care. And and that's really not that uncommon of a problem for valves like that to start going out. Uh, and it's 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 all the O-rings and washers and stuff that are inside the valves that got to be replaced. 1-866-937-0003. Kathy, in my hometown of Pasadena, what can I do for you? Yes, sir. Uh... Years ago, I had a foundation problem, and they did some drilling on the front porch and patched it up with uh, just regular cement. Uh huh. And I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, it looks ugly. I'd like to put down some rock, uh, and also in the walk, the walkway up to the porch, put down some some rocks to uh, cover up that that cement and make it the porch look real nice. I was wondering if you had a contractor in mind. Um, well, let me think for just a second here, uh, because there's a couple different ways you could go. One would be to go with a uh, 
like an epoxy stone, which would be the the small rocks. But you got to go over that with sealers every year to keep it looking nice. Um, yeah, I ruled that out. Yeah. Can I ask you have you have you considered putting tile on it? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, regular porcelain tile. Yeah, they make outdoor tiles that you could put on it. And and the reason I, I'm kind of leaning towards that is elevations. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, should the tiles will only be like a quarter inch or half inch in elevation, where if you go with a rock, you typically have to go quite a bit thicker. Unless you go with just one of the spray-on coatings and they carve it uh, to make it look like rock. Okay, I'll go with the outdoor porcelain tiles. Then what I would tell you is go over by Almeda Mall. There's a floor and decor over there. Uh-huh. Uh, if you if you go up uh, Shaver, after you cross 45, it'll be on your right-hand side. And uh, go in there and talk with them about outdoor tile. And they will okay. just give you a slew of different ones to look at. Uh and uh, they'll have contractors that can they can recommend that'll do the installation part for you as well. And that'll okay, I think well, I, I think that. that would be easier to take care of and actually less expensive to install. Okay, well I appreciate that. Now one other thing, Kathy, since you're in Pasadena, you got to make sure to go to the Crawfish Festival April 25th. <laughs> Gonna be I definitely out to... will. Okay, thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much. Bye bye. And that crawfish festival is going to be out there at the Pasadena Fairgrounds at the corner of Red Bluff and Spencer, or Spencer, Red Bluff and Fairmont. Uh, it's put on by the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo as one of their fundraisers they do throughout the year. But it's a great event to go to, and I encourage everybody to come on out to the to the uh, Pasadena Crawfish Festival. That's going to be on April 25th. There's going to be a car show there as well. You'll have a great time at it. You can get tickets online ahead if you want as well. If you can fix it in Texas, you can fix it anywhere. Here's more with Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place with locations throughout Texas. Hey, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. There you'll find links to all the different people you hear me talk about and people who can truly help you out with all your you know, home improvement projects. 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Sharon, what can I do for you? Hi, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excellent. Well, I'm calling because I have a bathroom in my house. It's in the mudroom, you know, near the washer and dryer. Uh-huh. And it, we had to have, um, I guess, the, the wax ring had wore out, so they basically had to put a new one in and everything. And ever since then, I've had this bad smell that seems to come out of there, and it was done about six months ago, I'd say. Okay. I'm not sure where to go to start troubleshooting this. Any ideas? Yeah, it sounds like the wax ring, even though they changed it out, they didn't get it a good seal, so you're probably getting sewer gas up into the house around that wax ring. It probably needs to be redone. 
Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay, well, that that was a pretty simple thing. Uh, if yep. it's not that, and you have an idea where to head? Uh, it's going to be it, it, it's it's going to be that I'm confident because uh, if that was the turning point where it changed, that's the whole purpose of the wax ring is to seal, so water and odors don't come up through the, from the the uh, plumbing underneath the foundation. Okay, excellent. Do you have a minute for one more question, quick? Well, if you don't mind holding, I'll uh, put you on hold through the uh, news break, and I can come back and uh, take your next question after the news when we have more Texas home improvement. Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. What can I do for you today? Hi, Jim. It kind of wiggles a bit. Kind of a little loose and jicky. It quote-unquote jiggles. Just seems kind of loosey-goosey. You know, the little, uh, uh, whatever that little tongue is that sticks out. It it appears to me something's broken. This is Texas Home Improvement with your host, Jim Dutton. Call Jim now with any questions about home improvement and get advice and tips that will save you money and time. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Brought to you by Do West Services. For all your foundation repair, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. When you want the best, call Do West. Rhino Shield Ceramic Coatings. Better than paint. James Hardy Siding. Sunburst Shutters. Where beauty meets energy efficiency. Carrier the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles. Victor's Remodeling and Construction, Hardy Plank Specialist. Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. And Todd Tremonti's Home Selling Team, home of the seven-day sale. And now... Broadcasting live from the Floor and Decor Studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. I'm Jim Dutton here. The number to call, 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, 713-212-5874. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again. Use Rhino Shield. And again, if you want to check out our website, go to thipro.com. That'll help you out with all the different contractors and, and different people that I talk about on the show. And, uh, you know, any home improvement project you got going, there's some great contractors there to help you out with it. Before I get back into the calls, and this will only take a second, I want to wish my dad a happy birthday. It was his birthday yesterday. He's 78 years old now, and uh, you know, people ask me all the time, is, is your dad still getting around okay, and, and how's he doing and stuff? And my answer is always, he's just as ornery as ever. And so, yeah, he gets around just fine. And uh, so if, if you're one of his friends and you hadn't, didn't call him yesterday and wish him a happy birthday, you can still do it today. Again, our phone number, 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. When we left, I was talking with Sharon, and Sharon, you had another question. Yes, sir. Just uh, real quick, I have in my master bath the tub and shower separate, and I've noticed when I turn on the hot water faucet in the shower that there it seems to be dripping from that faucet and my question is is that something that i need to call a plumber from for 
or if I know um, reasonably good with the wrench, I can do it myself. Well, let me make sure. It's a tub-shower combination, correct? It's it's not no, a separate shower. They're they're separate. Shower. They're, the they're separate. separate. Okay, and when you're using the hot water in the shower, what's dripping? The hot water faucet it drips behind the faucet between the faucet and the wall. Ah, okay. You know, if you're handy and you can get to it, yeah, there's going to be something loose back there. More than likely, how old is the house? Um, it was built in the '80s, but it's been remodeled since then. We're the third owner. Okay, is it copper pipes back there or PVC? That's a very good question. I'm sorry, I don't know. Okay. I'm going to expect that it's probably, when they remodeled it, I don't know what they did. And that's more than likely what it is, is there's a connection that's come, somehow worked its way loose. Uh, and and that can happen, not that it's moved any, but just wears, you know. Uh, take a look at it. If you can see it and and you're comfortable fixing it, there's absolutely no reason you shouldn't be able to do that yourself. And if you're not, you can always call a plumber to come in and, and fix it at that point. But what it's going to okay. be is between, since it's only happening when you're turning the water on, it's going to be between the shower valve and the shower head. Uh, so it's just that stem pipe probably that goes up. Okay. okay. And the most likely place it's at, just just for when you start looking, is right there where where uh, the the pipe starts headed up towards the shower head where it ties into the faucet itself that's typically where it'll start leaking ah okay all right so pretty reasonable to look for okay yeah well, thank you very much i appreciate your time sir all righty you take care sharon bye-bye 713-212-5874 any home improvement question you got pick up the phone give me a call just like charles what can i do for you today well i got a question about air conditioning system Okay. I've got an older unit, and the uh, I heard about the mister system you put on your outside unit to help cool it down sure. while it's running. Does that really help? or? Without question, it definitely helps, but there's a downside to it. Okay. You know all the mineral deposits that build up on the glass of your shower door and stuff when you take showers? Right. When, when you use that mister system... All those mineral deposits are building up on your air conditioning system fins. So over time, it'll stop dispersing heat as well as it used to. Uh, so there is a cost associated with using those mister systems. If we were using uh, distilled water through them with no mineral in the water, wouldn't be an issue at all. But I definitely don't recommend doing it on a new system. If you tell me you got an old system and you're just trying to get another year or two out of it, then you can maybe use the system, but don't put it on the new one when you install it. Because you're going to see, even in that one or two years that you use it, you're going to see a substantial buildup. And that hinders, the, like I said, the efficiency of the AC unit itself. Right. Right. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Take care. And I know those things are marketed, and periodically you'll see a, a new company come out marketing them, and then they start getting lawsuits over over uh, ruining outside units, and they go away, and another company comes in and takes their place. 713-212-5874. Randy, welcome to KTRH. Yeah, Jim, I've got a question. I'm redoing the trailer, a mobile home. 
Okay. And it's got vinyl siding, and then I think they have the uh, the blue foam underneath that. Okay. And underneath that, I'm not sure if they have anything at all. I'm I'm coming back with the uh, Galvalone. Yep. Siding. Uh, now, how do you layer that? Do you put the uh, the paper down? What's that tar paper? And then the foam, if and then the siding on top of that. Well, if I was doing it, since the foam and everything is on already. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the first question I have to ask you: How are you going to put furring strips or something to attach that galvalume to? Well, they have a wood, like a wood, like a. I'll, Particle board, but the other board that's kind of like particle board, but it's exterior CDX. Okay. Uh huh. They have a piece of like CDX there. Okay, so the the, the whole I thing. To mention that. Yeah, the whole thing yeah. has has that on it already. Yeah. Okay. Typically, then it's when like they layered, you know. Yeah, and and they did they but, put. Uh, the, it's, the, it was built in '99, and that vinyl siding just had it. You know? Yeah, vinyl siding's not the way to go. Did they no. put on top of the wood? Is that where the foam is, or is the foam behind the wood? I can't remember, Jim. Typically, when they remember. built it, they would have had a, a vapor barrier somewhere in there already. And right. I'm thinking what they did is they probably have the, you know, the, you got your stud walls, they probably got the wood, a moisture barrier like a Tyvek or something along that line. Right. Then they've got the uh, foam, and you should be able. To, and if that's the way they put it together, and that'd be the normal way, you you should be able to go over that foam with your galvalum without having to add anything okay. else. Okay. I did the roof. See, I had a shingled roof, and I laid down the. I mentioned. I talked to you that probably about eight years ago or better. Uh-huh. About, I, I put the two-by-fours down. We used, like, uh, four-inch or five-inch deck screws. Yep. And tied them to the the beams in the uh-huh. roof. Uh-huh. And I did the runners going lengthwise. Right, the, yeah, the furring strips. at the roof and then on down, like, every two feet. Okay. Right, yeah. And that worked out real good, yep. you know, as for the roof. And so now I'm going to get rid of the, I'm going to do the south side first. Because when, her, like when I came through here, man, it just took that and just stripped it off like it was nothing. Yep. So I want to be sure and anchor it very good. But the main thing is I didn't want to get it so tight that it wouldn't, you know, if I ever got any moisture behind there. Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I said. it to be it, able it, to escape. Yeah, it, it should already have all the, all the moisture barriers behind it that you need to worry about. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't think you'll have we, any problems at all. Okay. Now, when you do the tar paper, if I do have to do the tar paper or whatever, uh-huh. if there's some damage in there, do you start at the bottom just like you do a roof? Yes. You know, and go up? And, and work your way up okay. so that if moisture gets in at the top as it runs down, you know, it's, it's never right. running behind it. Okay. Real good. Well, listen, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jim. You bet, Randy. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
713-212-5874. Let's talk with George. How are you today, George? I'm doing fine. How are you? Just fine. What can I do for you? Good. The air, I got a central air, probably uh, 12 years old, and the heat doesn't work anymore, but the air conditioning part will. I don't know. if I changed the thermostat thinking that might be a simple problem, but that didn't fix it. No. It's more than likely in the attic where the heat strips are. It's going right. to be one of a couple things. One, there's typically a switch up there that can be shut off that shuts the heat strips off in the unit for when they're servicing it. But the other is, you know, it could have just had a short in it where the heat strips don't work anymore. Uh, right. The main thing will be you're probably going to have to get an AC guy up in the attic to check out the, the unit there or if it's a closet right. unit, wherever it's at. Yeah, no, it's in the attic, but if it's a heat strip thing, is that expensive? Yes. <laughs> I, had a, I had a handyman look at it, and he said, yeah, you better call the HP guy, but you're looking at several hundred. Yeah, you know, typically it's not that the, the uh, whole— typically it's not that the whole heat strip has gone bad and needs to be replaced. A lot of times it's just a connection or something, and if that's the case, that's pretty cheap. But if oh, okay. the if the unit has has shot, then you know you're getting into buying a a whole new unit. Right, right. All right. Thank you, sir. You bet, George. Take care. Well, and and I guess I ought to tell you this right now. If especially if you if you got electric heat like that, there are some hellacious rebates available that you can get on heating systems. If you go from regular strip heat to a heat pump. I mean, they're just unbelievable rebates available. And, uh, you know, if, if you're in that situation and you want to talk to somebody, you can call Due West Air Conditioning. They can help you out with that at uh, 713-475-0004. That's 713-475-0004. And if you just need to get your unit serviced, Due West Air Conditioning can help you with that as well. Uh, and if, if you, you know, don't have, say you got gas heat, doesn't matter. Duos Air Conditioning works on all makes and models and all types of heating and cooling systems. So again, West Air Conditioning, 713-475-0004. But especially if you got those, those uh, electric strip heats right now, you really need to hear about the rebates that are available. So give Gary a call at West Air Conditioning, 713-475-0004. And when you want the best, call West. Jim Dutton to the rescue. That's what I'm here for. Jim Dutton to the rescue. You are the man. Jim Dutton to the rescue. I love you, man. <laughs> Jim Dutton to the rescue. Here's more with Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. And welcome back. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Guardian Roof Systems. Get your roof done right by a company you can trust. Call 888-603-4185. Or visit guardianroofsystems.com. All righty, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Dwight, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Yeah, I've got a uh, new construction, and they put uh, PEX piping in the house, and I've also got a uh, on-demand water heater. Where do you ground your system at? Do you ground the uh, water heater or do you ground the uh, actual uh, ball valves or whatever for the PEX piping? 
Well, PEX piping because it's plastic, you can't, you don't ground anything to it. Okay, but it's hooked up to the uh, also the water heaters, so they ran a ground wire up there. I was wondering what the ground wire is for. Well, the ground is it electric water heater? No, it's natural gas. Natural gas. Okay, it and does it have power going to it? Yes, but it just goes to regular receptacles, so it's already grounded inside. Then I'm not 100% sure why they put the extra grounding on it. So uh, the PEX does not need to be grounded then? No, because, it, you know, the uh, well, electricity can run through the water in the pipe, mm -hmm. but grounding it is typically not going to do you a whole lot of good on, on the PEX. Okay. Good. I was just wondering because they, they've got a ground wire over there, and I just didn't know. I looked on the uh, standalone, I mean, the on-demand heater, and it's already yep. grounded, so I didn't know what, what the ground wire was for. It's probably one of those things where old habits die hard. Ah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you know, it used to be we had to ground all the—we the, the we, we used to ground houses through the plumbing system, and we found that was actually tearing up the pipes over time. Mm -hmm. um, then— yeah, and and then we started grounding them just for electric strikes and stuff stuff like that. But uh, with the PEX, it's it's really kind of a mute point. Perfect. Well, I'm glad to hear that thing because I was confused. I've been looking up things and I couldn't find anything on it. So yep. thanks so much. You bet. Take care. Bye. Bye. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Shane in Deer Park. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good today. Thank you, Jim. What can I do for you? I am, uh, well, I've got a problem. I got uh, our house probably a couple of years ago, and uh, I did not realize until after we got settled and moved in and the summer really started kicking in that our uh, dryer was venting into the garage. Uh, we discovered with some neighbors that had a similar floor plan that the uh, utility room used to actually be attached to the kitchen on the interior of the house, and it looks like they just extended the kitchen in, put in some pantry space and fridge there, and they relocated the washer and dryer to the garage. Um, but they did not put an exhaust uh, port anywhere for the dryer. It just vents straight into the garage. And I am unfortunately at a loss here because where they put the washer and dryer backs into the interior of the house on uh, both the back side and the right side. So, And it's closer to the back right side of the garage. Okay, so it's not where you can just run it out a sidewall then. Exactly. Is there attic above? There is, yes. Okay, then you're going to have to take the pipe up into the attic and then just take it over to uh, a soffit okay and drop it out the soffit now is that going to put any extra wear i mean the um, extra run i guess would the extra run do anything that i have to deal with as far as cleaning that obviously you know those uh, get pretty you know dirty yep. and dusty with the uh, you still need to keep them clean but that shouldn't be such a long run it should cause you really any more problems than you would have had okay okay Sounds good. All righty. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And that can be a common problem. You don't want all that humidity being exhausted into your garage and attic and places like that. Always make sure it exhausts outside. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Also, don't forget to check out our website, Pro. Dot com. That's THIPro.com. Modern a set of jumper cables at a redneck picnic. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. 
Welcome back to Texas Home Improvements, your total home improvement source. I'm Jim Dutton here to help you out. 713-212-5874. And we're going to just continue heading straight back into the calls. Pat, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Hey, Jim. This is uh, Pat. Um, I got a toilet problem, and my house is built. Actually, we built it, and we have four toilets uh, throughout the house. But one, which happens to be the least, used toilet is super hard to try to get to flush it, it takes a lot of force to open up the flapper valve okay and and uh, so much force that you, and the handle works fine and that turn that pulls up the the uh, lever uh-huh. and which pulls the chain well it's so hard to, to get off the flapper valve that the lever bends down to it wow push the uh, handle down so I was wondering, is this, I mean, they're all same age. Um, I've never seen, had any problem like this before. Have any ideas? I've even tried to go to Lowe's and get a uh, metal rod because the plastic rod was bending down. But a piece of junk from China, <laughs> it, it was thin metal. Yeah. So, okay, well, maybe, maybe metal will work. But it bent. Um, easier than the plastic. Yeah, and it didn't bend straight back either, did it? No. You know, I'm thinking what may be causing this, since since you said it's probably the least used toilet in the house, I'm wondering if in that flapper, uh, there is a pocket of air that goes into the flappers, and that actually helps with the lifting of the flapper a little bit. And I'm right. I'm almost wondering is if your flapper didn't fill up with water, and so when it's closed down, it's getting a, t- a tighter seal and no help from the buoyancy of the air in it to to come off the the seal there. That's something I've never thought about, but that's very possible. I've tried yeah. just about everything else. I even tried reinforcing the uh, plastic lever, and uh, that <laughs> to no avail. It still bent near the handle. Bent down, and, and you know, and, to take the take the lid it, off and pull it up with your hand, it comes right off, but it takes a little effort, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thinking that's what it's going to be is that the, you know, that little ball that's on that flapper should have air in it, and if it's filled with water, it it's it is harder for it to pull up. Now I've never heard of one being this hard to pull up, but it it is possible. Yeah, lucky me. Um, <laughs> well, somebody's got to be they're first. All, they're all the same toilets, uh, and, you know, color, and I just don't understand. And, and it worked fine for seven of the eight years that it's old. Yep. Now now it's just getting hard to, to flush. Okay, so here's, what, uh, here's what you need to do. Go ahead and uh, uh, really the easiest fix is shut the water off to it, huh? flush it, and then you can take that flapper off, make sure you get the water out of the the ball part, you know, okay. the, the, the air part there, uh-huh. and just put it all back together and turn it on and, and see if that works. And if that doesn't, just change out the flapper. Yeah, okay. That was my next step is changing it out. But if yep. I could get, I don't know if anybody makes a uh, heavy-duty uh, flush uh, handle and rod, do you? Like an all-metal one? They make them, and if you go to more plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace, you could probably still get one. But I don't okay. think that's going to fix your problem. All right, I'll go. I'll go after what you said. Appreciate it. You bet. Take care. 
Thanks. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. Hello, Larry. Welcome to KTRH. Yes, sir. I'm building some new construction up in East Texas, and I'm looking at exterior wall sheathing, and I've looked at a system called Zip Systems. It's a, it's a board and you use tape as opposed to OSB and Tyvek or others. What's your opinion of that or of a good exterior wall sheathing for new construction? Well, I personally like using plywood on the outside for the sheathing. Because it's solid, it makes it, I mean, it just makes a strong box where I don't have to worry about it racking in the winds when hurricanes hit and different things like that. The zip wall, now if this is the zip wall that I'm used to seeing, that's typically a temporary wall for doing construction projects. No, sir, this is called zip system. It's a zip sheathing, system, okay. It has a plastic coating and use a tape. Uh, Their claim to fame is it's a one-man operation as opposed to if you put the OSB or plywood then you cover it with Tyvek. you got to have two people to hold it up, staple it, cut your holes in, and then uh, tape it as well. Mm. The zip systems is one step. You put the sheathing up, then you put the tape up. Yep. So it only takes one man, and it seals up your openings and so on. It, uh, maybe you haven't heard of I'm, it. I'm not familiar with it, and I didn't realize the other step was a two-person job. Dad always had me doing it myself. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I had but to put that in because he listens. Plywood uh, for yourself, and what would you put? Like Tyvek with the tape they use around the windows and yeah. door openings. Yep. All right. Well, thank you. You bet. Take care. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that other system. Uh, like I said, I've always used just the plywood because I, I know how strong it is, and I don't have to worry about it then. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Amen. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Okay, long time listening, first time calling. Well, appreciate you calling. Look, I have a 50-gallon uh, GE electric water heater, and I changed uh, my element down the bottom, and I changed my thermostat at top. My water's getting hot, but every it gets hot for about a half hour, then I got to go back. Need, I, got, I, got, need, I got to go back and push my, my thermostat in all the time before I get out again. Is it the thermostat's popping out, or is it just having to be reset? I got to reset it all the time. Okay, and so that's, it's, that's so it's tripping? The water get out. Hello? Yeah, so, so is the thermostat tripping and shutting the water heater down, or is it overpressuring where it's coming out of the sleeve there? Oh, no, it's not coming up the sleeve now. I just got to push I just push the reset button in, and then come back on, and then I get out water for about three or four hours, then I got to go back and push it again. Okay. It can be one of a couple things. One, right. it could be that you got a bad element that's still shorting out. Uh, the typical water heater has two elements, a lower and an right. upper element. So it could be right. the upper one was bad as well. The other okay. thing it can be is that the thermostat itself is bad, and allows it to get too hot, and then it trips it uh, to to where it, it you have to reset it. Just because I cut uh, I cut my thermostat both of my thermostat down because that's why I thought it was too because it was on like one thirty so I took it back down to like one fifteen one ten. Okay, and and you can over. feel the difference in the hot water. Yeah, I can feel the difference in the hot water. Okay, yeah. so that tells that tells me that the thermostat itself is working. 
So it's more than likely, check that upper element. Since you replaced the bottom one, I'll bet you you got an issue with the top one as well. Okay. Thank you very, very much. You bet. Take care. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Finish what you started. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And welcome back. 713-212-5874. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by our website. And I say that because, you know, if you miss any of the shows, be sure to check out our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the SoundCloud icon on THI. Pro.com. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, let's talk with Jeff. What can I do for you? Hi, Jim. I own a townhome, and I'm the end unit on a string of about 10 or 12. And uh, I know nothing about foundations, but I see some evidence that mine is sagging pretty good. And my, my question is, can I have someone come out here and level my foundation without changing the geometry of my neighbor's house, or is this going to turn into a big community politicking project? It's going to turn into a community big politicking project. Now, That's what I thought. I can tell you, you can move yours, and typically there is no effect on the others unless they're down as well, and that would limit how much you can come up with yours. The problem you run into is... You, when you go to pull permits on townhomes like this, a lot of times you need to get a waiver signed saying that everyone on that slab realizes that this can and may cause cracks in their sheetrock and such. Mm-hmm. Rarely does it ever do anything, but any contractor who'd come in and touch it would not have that would be a fool. And beyond that, the city, uh, in many cases, asks for it as well. Okay. So my follow-on question is, I'm looking at putting new flooring in downstairs. Is Would I be ill-advised to do that before tackling the foundation? What are you looking at putting in? Well, I haven't really decided. I'm contemplating uh, maybe an engineered wood or some tile. Okay. Tile would be an absolute no-no. Okay. Engineered wood you could probably get away with depending on how far out of level the foundation is. Because mm-hmm. it won't, glue, you don't, you don't want to use a glue down. Use a floating. Right. And so as you move the foundation, the floor is just floating on top, anyways. Okay. What are and my long-term consequences of ignoring the foundation? It'll just continue to get worse. Yeah. Now I will tell you, in most cases, the townhome is responsible for foundation problems, not not the uh, owner of each individual unit. That's well, usually that's usually part of your outside maintenance uh, right. stuff. Well, I haven't done my reading on that yet, but it's on my list. Yep. Yeah. I to be honest with you, I have never seen one where it wasn't. Now, I have seen cases where individuals pay for it just because they want it done more timely than the association is willing to do. Right. Uh, in order to avoid having major problems, but typically it's it's something that the association should be taking care of. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Take care. And, you know, that's one of those things when you buy a townhome or a condominium that you got to be aware of. Anything you do to yours may affect the others, and so you, you've got to 
talk with everybody, and that's the reason it, it typically becomes an association issue. Joel, how are you today? Fine. My sewer line went to the back of the lot, of course, and uh, we got a new sewer line out in front of the house. That uh, sewer line made a turn of almost 360 degrees. I saw them dig it for an hour, for two hours, before they even found it. Am I heading for trouble with that sewer line? Uh, so you you've unhooked from the one in the back, and you're moving to the one in the front, then, or that's right. It, 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 the, the, they just put a new line in from the back of the lot to the yep. front of the lot. Okay. You know, as long as you got all the proper faults and stuff, I really wouldn't lose any sleep over it. And what they should have done is put a, a, a few clean-outs in the system, especially where it makes the turns. I had a clean-out, but I don't know how close it is to that. Yeah. Um, beyond that, I, I don't see any issues with it. I wouldn't lose any sleep at all over it. So they did tell me that it, their camera was underwater. I insisted on a, a camera going through it. They did tell me the camera was underwater for about eight feet. That just means there's a dip in the line. And, yes, over time that can become a little bit of an issue. Uh, but it's also an easy issue to, to get cleaned out if it ever does back up. And it all depends on how much fall there is. Would you suggest a periodic cleaning? No, I, I personally wouldn't do it unless it backs up. Oh, God. That's what I was trying to avoid, of course. Yeah. Well, hmm. If you wanted to do a periodic cleaning, uh, you would have it hydroblasted. And I wouldn't, personally, I wouldn't see any need to do it more than once or every year or two. Well, my neighbor had across the street had the same problem. His plumber knocked a hole in the line because it went under the kitchen sink yep. where mine goes. And uh, and he's got a clean uh, sewer line from there to the street. Right. What do you suggest doing that? Uh, well, you said you already have one clean out, correct? Yeah, it's on the part of the house from the, uh, on the part of the lot from the house to the, to the old sewer line. Okay, yes. I, I would recommend putting a clean out in by the house. Uh in order to be able to clean out the lines that way, yes. Okay. Can they clean, do they clean both ways from that, or how does that work? They can put a, a, a dual clean-out where you can clean both directions. Uh, okay, and I can sleep at night. Yep. Thank you very much, Jim. It's a big help. Joel, you take care. And we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. The best thing to happen to home improvement since duct tape and baling wire. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, and this portion is being made possible by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. Go to our website, thipro.com, and click on the icon to James Hardy Siding. Last call of the day, let's talk with Jody. What can I do for you? Uh, yes, I have a house that's 55 years old, and it needs to be repiped, I think. What kind of materials do they use? Is it water lines or, or the sewer lines? This is the water line in the attic. Okay. Water supply. Uh, typically, nowadays, we're using PEX plumbing, P-E-X. Uh, or if you got the old galvanized lines up there, you can have a system called E-pipe, where they actually sandblast through those, 
coat the inside with an epoxy resin to seal up all the leaks, and you can avoid, you know, having a lot of sheetrock damage and stuff uh, from having to tear everything out in order to replace the pipes. So do you recommend that? I do on a lot of cases, and you could talk with Pickett Plumbing about that. Okay. They'd be more than happy to uh, help you out with that. Okay. Thank you for your okay. help, sir. You bet. Take Bye-bye. care. And, uh, you know, just for everybody who's interested, if you want to call Pickett Plumbing for that, it's 713-896-9700. That's 713-896-9700. That's it for Texas Home Improvement this weekend. Check out our website, THIPro.com. Other than that, I'll see you next weekend right here on 740 KTRH.